Some men do say King Arthur is not dead, but by the will of our Lord Jesus sleeps, yet to awake, deathless and reassure us. And therefore is it that grave where he is laid, this legend hath that still his kingdom keeps. This is Still His Kingdom Keeps, a creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I cover every single episode of the TV show Merlin. And we are back with season one, episode three. Chris, how are you, my friend? I'm doing I'm doing very well, Jeremy. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, the magic of podcasting means we're recording these very early before we've even mm-hmm. announced the podcast. Uh, nobody knows th- what this is. There's a handful of people that know, I should say, uh, and... It's getting close to when we're going to launch this, which means we are finally getting all of the cool art and getting the cool music that we talked about in the first episode. Uh, so I just wanted to take time again, now that we've actually seen and heard some of that stuff, to shout out uh, <laughs> Dylan and Heather Millette for their excellent cover of Jolene that we call Merlene, and uh, Sydney Dean uh, for all of the amazing art that she has done for the podcast. Um, it's incredible. It's amazing. We love it. Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, check the show notes for all of their contact information uh, and go buy stuff from all home, of home addresses, personal cell phone numbers, yep. mm-hmm. uh, anything you could desire. Uh, we will. Yeah, we put it all there for you. Yeah, it's right there. If, if you want to text Heather Millette, uh, you probably shouldn't. <laughs> five, five, five. <laughs> she's not going to text you back. <laughs> I'm just going to say she's a bad texter. I'm kidding. She's fine. I don't know anything about her texting habits. Anyway, Chris. Uh, Merlin. Yeah, Merlin, we're back. This is a this is a good episode. This is an emotional yeah. episode. Let's be real; they're all good episodes. Okay, that's true, Chris. That's true. We're not gonna we're not gonna do a show where the episodes are bad. Like, what what would no. we even be doing? We would never do anything like that. I um I like this episode a lot because we're finally seeing why, outside of just like Uther saying it's bad, uh, we're actually seeing why magic may be a little bad. Yeah, it might be a little bad to poison the water supply for an entire kingdom mm-hmm. that could be bad it could be um, could be a little bad yeah and they didn't, they didn't even have bottled water back then jeremy i don't know if you knew that i know when when i was watching uh the episode i had sort of that you know that knowledge of medieval um water supplies and i knew that they didn't have uh, bottled water so there is some trivia for you yeah they were not they i know were... you were probably wondering if you had it in your notes go ahead and erase it okay why are they so stressed out about you know not having water for a day or two <laughs> why don't they buy they some just Dasani? Drink water? yeah that was going to be the title of the episode i hadn't really made the joke yet but why 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 doesn't camelot just invest in some dasani to fix this problem yeah 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 coming Haven't in hot ever with heard the... of a brita filter slap one of those on the sink well jeremy i'll tell you they, they didn't even have regular sinks they had a pump at a well in the town square um chris they did that's that's true brita filters they didn't even have filters <laughs> like they were not, <laughs> no filters anywhere um mm-hmm. 
Before we get to the main part of the episode where we do a bunch of goofs, let's thank our patrons over patreon.com slash monster of the week. You can get a ton of exclusive content over there, including our limited run podcast series uh, called Seek the Sword That Was Broken, where Chris and I are covering uh, the Lord of the Rings movies, the extended editions yes. of the original trilogy. We're going to probably do like seven podcasts on three movies. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. They're long movies. Uh, the first one was released just recently, and it's gotten a lot of positive feedback. People seem to love us talking about fantasy stuff, so hopefully they will like this podcast. I hope so. What do you think is longer, the Lord of the Rings extended trilogy mm-hmm. or Merlin season one? Uh, Merlin season one. Because there's 13 okay. episodes, 45 minutes apiece. Yeah, uh, but... <laughs> Lord of the Rings is like, what, 12 hours? <laughs> I mean, so wait, hold on. Let me, okay, hold on, hold on. Yeah, probably, probably. It's a real concern. It's a real, I mean, are we counting credits? <laughs> we have we're to count credits, credits? We're counting run, we're at, we're count run time. Okay, the 30 minutes time. I mean, it's close, it's close. We're going to be doing, we have signed up for some weird stuff is what I'm saying, Chris. Um, yeah. Should I tell you what happened on the last episode of Merlin? Please. Last time on Merlin. After a series of magical mishaps led, uh, well, I am in true podcast tradition. I cannot read. Um, (laughs) uh, After a series of magical mishaps lead Merlin to be appointed as Arthur's manservant, Merlin once again found his prince in danger, this time from the threat of magical shield snakes. After exposing the truth, Arthur is able to claim victory in the tournament and bring honor to his father, though it is clear that the pressure on his shoulders, the pressures on his shoulders are not so easy to bear alone. We are dealing with, uh, we're discussing Merlin season one, episode three, the mark of Nimue. Uh, they only say that word once in the episode. So hopefully I am remembering how to pronounce it correctly. Nimue? 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 Sorry. Yeah. Written by Julian Jones, directed by James Hawes. <laughs> this came out on October 4th, 2008. A mysterious sorceress sculpts a tiny creature from water and clay, places it inside tiny creature, places it inside an egg and brings the creature to life with a spell. She deposits the egg in a basin of scrying font, uh-huh. <laughs> directing it magically through an underwater route into the river that supplies Camelot with water. The egg surfaces inside a vault beneath the castle and hatches. What? <laughs> I am. Um, is that the, that's the episode preview? I am having a hard time because I don't know. People may remember in the last that's episode. A detailed explanation <laughs> of what she does. It's a really, I mean, the word scrying fount is not even in the episode. Like that's a, that's a whole new situation. Um, and, and yeah, like I'm, I'm just having a hard time finding like CW style sum ups for, for these episodes. So, uh, yeah, we're going to start off, we're in a cave, we see a woman molding something out of clay, uh, it looks like a little, looks like a little Pokemon, I think, I don't yeah, know, I don't play definitely. Pokemon, what what Pokemon yeah. does it look like, Chris? This is a, this is a Geodude for sure. <laughs> it looks like a Geodude, she, she molds a Geodude. Major Geodude vibes. Big Geodude energy, uh, and she puts it in a little egg, a little Pokemon ball, and she puts it in the water, and the egg travels all the way to a different underground cave where it hatches. Mm-hmm hatches yeah mm-hmm. she's a a spooky witch doing spooky witch shit um mm-hmm. yeah this is i think nimue i feel like in my brain i know how to say it but then it's coming to my lips and it's not working um, i feel eventually the same we get thing her name. yeah i feel exactly nimue. the same with the same way like i feel like my head knows it but my mouth does not there's this show on on uh netflix cursed but it's also like king arthur stuff and it's mm-hmm. the main character of that is nimue and i think there's i think i'm saying it right i think i'm saying it the way they say it it's not important let's keep moving um so yeah, we we the, we see that the the water supply of uh, Camelot has been poisoned, or something has been done to it, and we cut we you know get our lovely intro music, then we cut right into uh, Gaius and Merlin like walking down the street, and they find the first victim, <laughs> and it's very funny that you know the people of Camelot, the people of the Middle Ages, are just very used to seeing. Uh, dead bodies anywhere just in the it's street not that this it's not that this is a, a dead body and that's concerning it's that the face and the eyes are like a weird pale blue color and that is very very unusual and Gaius realizes if people see this they're going to be very uh, uh, concerned and we don't want the people getting in an uproar yeah keeping the people chill is a big component to this show they 
they aren't concerned about covering the body because they're worried that they need to tell um, the family first, right? Like they don't want the news to spread. It's not sure, that I mean, it's this not, guy's like a peasant. They he, they don't even it, know that he it's, has. It's family. not that, that situation. Never, doesn't cross their mind. It's, even it's, poor little Merlin, he's he spends one day hanging out with the prince, and he just forgets. About he forgets about all of the common him. people. All of the common people. Um, so yeah, they they this this body looks bad, um, and so they uh, pack it up. And we switch over to Gwen, who is making lunch for her dad. Uh, this is very cute, except they both make a bunch of jokes about how funny it is to be poor in this society. <laughs> and and look, I'm not I'm not saying like there's nothing wrong with being poor. I was poor like most of my life growing up. Like it's the, the times have been hard. Like there's different levels of of poverty. Like that you know, but the, like it's really weird when you make like Gwen make a bunch of jokes of like, we're having water crest tonight. And her dad is like, Oh, is there going to be more water than crest? <laughs> we're they so do. poor. I mean, dad's got jokes. Dad's got jokes. We got to admit. I, um, and I just, I just like, you're a blacksmith, dude. Like, I don't know. Make yeah. some more armor. Like, what do you, where, what are your expenses right now? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Make a cool oh. sword and sell it. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Gwen's dad. Come on. Whose name dad. I what think you... is Tom. <laughs> I think it is Tom. I don't even know if they say it in this episode, but I do think it is Tom. Um, they, but yeah, we get to see they clearly have a very loving relationship, which is which is nice to see. Everyone in this town, except for Uther, seems like a pretty pleasant person to be around. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. uh, later, a few minutes later, we see her like catching up to Merlin and Guy. I'm like, hey guys, what are you transporting here? <laughs> like, uh, uh, dead. I mean, uh, absolutely not dead bodies. Not, nothing. Just nothing. Just a bunch like a pile of rocks. Um, Merlin does his quick little like um, d- misdirect, and he's like, "What's up with the flowers? What's going on here? Somebody give them to you." Um, <laughs> And there's just, you know, they had their, I don't want to say that everything in the show is flirting. Uh, I however, do. I am going to proceed to call every interaction in the show flirting. Um, and, and they proceed to flirt a little bit. You yeah, know? Just, it's everyone's cute. Everyone's just so charming and everyone is just in a good mood all the time. Even when the stakes are high, they're smiling. I fully expected um, Gaius to be like, all right, you know, stop messing about. But he's just over there yeah. just enjoy. He's like, I got a dead body I got to deal with later. I might as well like soak up some youthfulness. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know. I'm going to get, I'm not going to get a lot of this in my life. <laughs> Gaius has been alone for a long time. Um, but uh, uh, Gwen offers a flower to Merlin who, you know, sticks it into his scarf it's just a cute little uh exchange there uh and then it's you know all right back to shuffling the body <laughs> into the hole um gwen goes over to uh, morgana uh which yeah, is her flowers job are from morgana uh and yeah the flowers are from morgana because she hasn't been sleeping well lately uh which is like they i don't know if they've mentioned this before they there was the dream was about the dream, yeah, arthur so... in the last episode mm-hmm. um and this is the only time in this episode that it comes up so it's but it, it is a thread that is there yeah they're they're hinting at this stuff um Gaius, meanwhile, inspects the body uh, and is like, "Hey, I've seen plagues, and this ain't no natural plague. This is this is yeah. a, this is magic plague if I've ever seen a plague." Uh, yeah. And just then, Arthur knocks, looking for Merlin. Uh, Merlin's like, "Hey, I'm sorry for being late." And he's like, "I'm totally used for used to it. Don't don't worry Dude, about it." The way that he like delivers this line, that, "Don't worry, I'm getting <laughs> used to it." Like he's the prince. He's the prince. <laughs> but he's already so sick of Merlin's <laughs> shit. That he's just like, "I'm getting used to you being like, don't even yeah. worry about it." He's <laughs> like, just so. Fed up and like as if he can't do anything about it as if merlin has been thrust upon him and he can't fire the guy he could do literally anything Anything. to get rid of him yeah he he doesn't merlin go go find me a village that doesn't end in a vowel like i don't know like just send him on some quest who cares yeah um but he's here to see gaius because uther wants to talk to gaius and we cut over there and uther is demanding to know what the hell is going on here why are these people dying what is happening to them um and Gaius just keeps being like, well, I'm going to figure it out. Science. I'm a man of science. I love me some science. And I'm going to do some science. So if you just wait for science. Nope. Science. Uh, <laughs> and, um, unfortunately, the, the king is not hearing that. And he demands more answers. And Gaius finally breaks and is like, uh, it's sorcery. It's definitely sorcery. I don't know anything about it, but it's sorcery. sorcery with you yeah. people. And Uther loses his goddamn mind. He immediately turns to Uther, to Arthur and is like, "I need you to search the castle. I need you to search everybody's personal property in the in the place. I yeah, need more go guards. Up, upturn their pots and pans. Yeah, do whatever you need to do. Rifle their papers. They shouldn't have papers. They can't read. We never no, prove them no. to read." Uh, a lot of class issues in Merlin, as we're going to yes, be yes. discussing. It's, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty big issue. <laughs> um, 
and he kind of pulls Arthur to the side and is like, this is the kind of problem that we have to deal with because uh, if we if we allow this plague to continue, people will turn towards magical cures and not rely on us for you know science cures and that undermines our authority as the king and the prince as much as uther is the worst his his like pathos here does make sense yeah mm-hmm. because then they're also living in a world where um magic is um real mm-hmm. <laughs> and it has legitimate uses <laughs> so if you can't get what you need from your leaders why not turn to the other thing even if it's you know illegal um it's kind of it's like it's kind of a metaphor, Jeremy. It is, uh. yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you think about it, it's basically like, oh no, I'm not going to go into an abortion metaphor. Why? Why would I even? Why? It's not, why? No, it's not why? even a. I mean, like, it's Let's not even for having a. But happy I, get, I understand what Uther wants to do here because if people are using magic to to fight this issue on their own, that alone he he frowns upon. It's illegal. He doesn't want any magic in his kingdom. But it also means that they can't rely on them and like he says it'll undermine their leadership and their authority something that i like about this episode um is the 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 kind of heavy amount of foreshadowing foreshadowing it gives us we complained in the second episode a little bit about the show constantly like resetting their character relationships every new episode um and it does do that uh but also like as as over the top as uther acts when he uh, finds out that there's magic involved in something it's it's foreshadowing of a very real trauma that he went through uh, in dealing with magic, um, and it's. I don't think it really excuses some of his more egregious behavior. I'm not I'm not Team Uther as uh, our no. friend a- Amory is. I'm not gonna not gonna go that far to say that Uther did nothing wrong. That's not that's not the right thing. It's not appropriate. It's not appropriate. Uh, take it off your name in the Discord. Um, <laughs> but I, I will say that like a lot of this stuff is justified within the context of the show, which is which is good to see. And that's that's spoiling some stuff, but like it the show's from like fucking 2008 y'all like we can't mm-hmm. <laughs> the only thing i'm trying not to spoil is like the very spoiling that for, by for that Chris. uther has a dark past yeah not much of a spoiler exactly <laughs> um arthur begins to uh do door-to-door searches which for all the world just looks like him pointing at and having guards like really just mess up somebody's I, arthur day. seems like you know he's doing stuff but it seems like somebody who's just like pretending to look busy mm-hmm. <laughs> like him and all of his guys he's like dude i don't know what what are we supposed to look for just go look just kick a door in there's They're like uh, yeah the door's unlocked he's like no just kick it in just kick it in it's fine there's been times we where gotta look like we're busy i've been on a job site um and it's like me standing next to a giant hole in the ground while three dudes are all in the hole, like maybe water is spraying or maybe they're like wrenching on some shit or they're doing some hard work. And I'm just sitting there in like a polo, <laughs> just like looking down and I'm like, and that's very Arthur like in this, like he's S- just sipping like, on some lemonade. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not, I have nothing to do. They don't want me down there. They do not want me helping. <laughs> like there's nothing I could volunteer to do. Like, Every once in a while, maybe I'll hand them a screwdriver. Who knows? I may, and probably not, because there's multiple screwdrivers. I don't want to get the wrong one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely big Arthur energy just to be sitting there kind of overseeing some work that you don't actually know how to do. <laughs> yeah. um, on uh, Merlin and, and Gaius are passing in the street while this is happening. They find a new victim who isn't quite dead yet, um, but Gaius is like, there's nothing you can do for this guy right now. Like we need to just keep researching and, and keep trying to find a cure. Stopping to help him right now is not going to get us anywhere. And this, I think sets up the arc for the, for the rest of the episode for Merlin, because he so desperately just wants to be able to help those people immediately. The people that are right in front of him that, you know, it gets him into trouble. He doesn't consider the consequences. Uh, They go back to the lab where they are examining the contents of the man's stomach, uh, and Gaius just immediately knows that this is dark magic. Uh, yeah. And they are interrupted by Arthur, who has a job to do, so it's time to search the lab for a sorcerer. Uh, yeah. These dudes go he through... so bored. He seems, <laughs> dude, he seems like he is like, the, like, this is the worst duty he has ever been assigned as prince. Of like, I don't... Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think there's a sorcerer in this room. I'm not going to find a sorcerer in this room. I just have to do this because Dad said so. He's so bored. Yeah. This is, um, you know, he... So he looks around, and then he's like, all right, what's back here? That's Merlin's room. So he goes up, and the, the little misdirect here where he's like, Merlin, you care to, you know, I want you to come and see something, or whatever it is that they set up to make it seem like, oh, no, Arthur has found the book. But with that aside, it's just really funny because he's like, you see this? This is a cupboard. You can put things in it. Your room is a fucking mess. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Are you 13 <laughs> years old? Pick up after yourself already. Uh. Jesus. 
You're nasty. The way that this is the problem with the show, the way that Merlin smirks, it's like he thinks that that's so funny. Yeah. That Arthur just said that. But then he immediately has to like change gears and like use magic secretly behind Arthur's back to hide the magic book so that he doesn't find it. But there's always those brief flashes where his smile is just so genuine. He he takes being made fun of like as if it was a genuine compliment. Like he's like, "Oh, you noticed something about me? That's so precious. Thank you. You've been paying attention to me." Like that's the way he takes it. Like any any diss is just like, "You've really been wow. You've really been paying attention to me, haven't you? You know a lot about me." Um, As you mentioned, he has to hide the magic book. Uh, This is done via you know he covers it with a sheet. Uh, Arthur's not very good at this job, so he doesn't pick up the sheet. Uh, they leave. He just doesn't want to touch Merlin's stuff. <laughs> I don't blame him. Um, the sheet was very stiff, Chris. Uh, Merlin stiff. uses... <laughs> Merlin, after they leave, Merlin wants to use the Book of Magic to, to help these people to fix this, and Gaius refuses. Uh, and Merlin, and the, as you mentioned, this is going to be kind of the conflict. He's like, no, I could save a life. And Gaius is like, no, you would save one person. And mm-hmm. it would open up a lot b- behind that. So, like, just let's use science uh, to to figure out the actual answer. Um, meanwhile, we go and check in on, um, what did you say? It was a Geodude? We check on the witch's Geodude. Yeah, Geodude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's gotten bigger. I don't know what you feed Pokemon, but he's 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 gotten he's gotten bigger in the in the yeah, pipe. He's get. I don't know if you know what a Geodude looks like, but it's like. I'm a, hopefully hopefully it looks like this, right? Because that's you what don't want to catch those hands any day of the week. <laughs> um, yeah, we so we see that the the, um, the witch is, is she's doing more conjuring. She summons Geodude out of the Pokeball, um, and then we do a hard cut back to the bell tolling, like in the courtyard where we see. All of these bodies lined up. I think it, what, this is the next morning or, the, or that mm-hmm. evening, whatever the timeline is. Um, that hard cut is actually super effective because you're seeing this like a wacky monster be, be birthed into the water. Um, and then hard cut, bell tolling, and then just all these corpses laid out with the sheets over them in the courtyard. I was like, oh, damn, this is, uh, this is pretty serious. It's funny to me that they... Um, and this this is a really good like mechanism narrative mechanism because like we're gonna see this shot several times and like the more and more bodies are gonna be here. Mm-hmm. But also, if you're worried about a plague, maybe don't stack your deck, deck stack your dead like on your porch. <laughs> like go put them like behind. This the is castle. like this is like the um, the courtyard to to Uther's castle. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like Uther's looking out his back window. Like mm, yes, we, we must do something about this. <laughs> yeah, I can smell the dead. Can you at least go like yeah. put them over there or something? Like we have a, it's a huge castle. Like why are we doing this right here um but speaking of uther he's imposing quarantines and curfews yep um to which arthur's like protesting this he's like what do we you know you want to like close down um this certain area of the city where like the commoners live he's like but what they're still our citizens we have to take care of them uh and uther you know kind of repeats the same thing was like yes i know i know that we're responsible for them but we can't let it spread any further. Our hands are tied. We have. We just have to do this. What would you have me do? Um, what would you have me do? Meanwhile, Gaius uh, brings Merlin over to a new body. Uh, and uh, I guess he just wanted to remind himself that Merlin's kind of a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, he needs to teach him some clue master skills. Yeah, like he's he's saying, like, do you notice anything different about this body? And, and Merlin is just like, a, it's a woman? Like that's the level of, uh, and it, like it takes a while for uh, Gaius to eventually get him to conclude what Gaius has already figured out, uh, which is whatever this is happening, this is in the water. It's not spreading yeah. via air. She's a, she's a courtier. She wouldn't have been uh, hanging out in the same places as the other victims. She wouldn't have been eating the same food as the other victims. So, what is the one thing that they might have had in common? Ding, ding, ding! It's the water. It's the water. Uh, we cut over to Gwen, who tries to wake up her father. Uh, and when he rolls over, we realize he's been infected too. Uh, she runs. Do you think if they boiled the water, that would be enough? Or is magic? You can't boil out magic. I don't. I mean, I mean, talk to me about Geo, dude. Like, what kind of is it? Lightning powers, or does it Earth powers? Uh, he's like a, he's like a big stone. Like he's kind of like a stone face uh-huh. with two two stone arms that okay. look like they uh, definitely want to punch you. And that's it. That's all he's got going on. So he no doesn't legs. have like, he doesn't have like, a, like a ranged ability or anything like he can't, he, I don't, you know, he maybe, maybe like a, a stone toss. He okay. could probably, you know, 
he could throw a rock at you real hard. Because you can't, but, you um, can't, I, uh, you can't boil out like rocks out of water. You can't boil out rocks. That's <laughs> is that what these people are doing? They're drinking rocks. <laughs> <laughs> drinking rocky water, man. I mean, what look. Are you getting sick? Again, again, they do not know about the the pleasures of the Dasani. <laughs> they have not been introduced. So true. So true. <laughs> the pleasures and the horrend- horrendous environmental breakdown of the Dasani. Um, uh. Gwen runs to the lab because of, everybody runs to the lab for help. Uh, and Merlin Caesar running and like uh, he's supposed to be getting samples for Gaius and he just fucked that. Like I'm following Gwen. Uh, and Gwen burst in tears in her eyes. She's upset and she's begging, begging Gaius for a cure. And of course, it, there's not one. He can't do anything. And so she just like runs back out. Uh, and of course, Merlin follows her. And like this is probably the first time that this this show has felt like. Oh, you've got some emotional stuff you can deal with, huh? Yeah, yeah. There hasn't been much of that yet, and um, the stakes are really high for Gwen. Um, and she, I mean, she carries obviously the the emotional weight of this. But the other characters all come together in a way that really starts to form the emotional bonds that are going to be there for the rest of the show. Um, and this is great. This sets up a lot for us. Absolutely. Uh, and that night we find Merlin. He's in bed. He's stewing, dude. He just he's stewing. Um, he sneaks out of bed. He sees that guys is still asleep. And then he goes over and he gets his magic book um, because before he he was impatient and wanted to help people with magic, and that was bef- when it was just strangers. Now it's Gwen. Now yeah. it's this girl who he's flirting with lightly and who gave him a pretty flower. And somebody, it's just somebody he knows. Somebody. Now it's my um, flirt piece. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> Now it's his flirt piece. Now it's personal. Now it's personal. Um, so he starts. He starts pulls out the book. He starts practicing spells, um, and then we see him sneaking around again uh, later that night. He's out past curfew once again, risking his life, risking it all, uh, heading towards Gwen's house. Um, he's dodging guard patrols left and right. Dude, the he almost sound- gets caught, so he uses magic. The sound effect when he... Cause the he, sound effect. He makes, <laughs> I mean, if it was something out of Looney Tunes. He makes like a door open into a guard's head, and it knocks the guard on his ass. Um, and it, But it really makes like a... It's so fun. Do you think he made it make the noise, too? That was part of the spell? Oh, almost definitely. Yeah, that wasn't... Yeah, that was definitely part of the spell. Like, he's been really practicing with sound magic. Um, just, <laughs> that's his new, that's that's, a new this thing. New thing. Sound magic, uh, man! You listen to one Hoser album, and now all of a sudden you're into sound. Now suddenly magic. you think you're doing sound magic. All right, take me to church, you idiot. Um, he finally arrives at Gwen's, and uh, Gwen is asleep, uh, kind of at her father's bed. Um, her father is asleep. He places uh, what is for all of the world a hex bag. Um, they're going to call it something else, but yeah. this is a hex bag. A poltis, a magic poltis. Don't like that. Like, oh, that's a straight get up that, get, hex bag. That's a hex I know bag, you got my some. Friend. You got some teeth and some human hair in that. Yep, some chicken. <laughs> bones a dead rat <laughs> you nasty Merlin. super nasty um merlin uh hides this hex bag uh cast a spell uh and it almost immediately you can see like some of the badness being absorbed into the hex bag mm-hmm. and uh gwen's father starts to stir so he jets so uh merlin jets and through the window not being creepy at all he watches as you know the dad wakes gwen and starts feeling better and they start celebrating um and, I, and he just stays at that window for a long, long time. Like he stays at that window for, you know. Minutes. He, he, it's, is it really still lingering when, when over a minute and a half has passed? I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I, I think. I don't know what you call that. After after this, after this the 122nd mark, I think we could just call it mullingering instead of lingering. Mulling, yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Um, <laughs> it's lingering, morning, lingering see... with a bad purpose from the Latin. <laughs> yes, yes. We see, uh, we see more witch magic going on. And um and then we see more bodies. We get that same hard cut, um, and then we catch up with Gaius, and he is telling Arthur and Uther, um, that the source of the uh, disease seems to be coming from the water supply. Yep. Um, Arthur is then sent out to search nearby villages, um, to find the the sorcerer responsible for this, um, and that's when Merlin. Goes so you know the, the the machine is moving forward. Things are happening. Um, then Merlin goes in to check with Gwen when she's in Morgana's room, just to be like, "Hey, how's your dad doing?" Uh, and she's uh, extremely pleased to say that he's okay. But hey, Merlin, how did you know? How did you even know to ask? Um, he he just tries to like laugh it off and he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm psychic," you know. Um, it's it just turns into flirting again. It just turns right into flirting. Like it's it's very cute. Um, both of these people are crushing on each other pretty hard. Uh, I think I think everybody's kind of crushing on everybody in this episode. It's, it's a lot That's of fun. That's the appropriate way to 
approach these relationships. Everyone's crushing on everybody. Unfortunately, um, until, it, uh, until it reaches a point where it's no longer appropriate. Yeah, until they tr- until they try to kill their. We will cross that bridge when we get to it. Okay, people. <laughs> uh, later, Arthur, uh, still on the hunt for a missing sorceress. Uh, runs across Gwen's dad who's a blacksmith who's just out there like fucking making some making some armor or whatever and he's like yo you were tote sick dog you were like fucking like ill and yeah. Tom the blacksmith is like oh absolutely I was but like, dude I'm you were super, sick su- and he's like thanks so much dog thank you so much dog um, it's so nice yeah I, I, hey man you're sick too don't ever let do you want to do you want to buy some of this armor or oh no wait no wait because of this feudal system I just have to give you the armor and that's why I can't afford yes, I, soup okay mm, okay that's yes, a, my liege okay it's, it's a weird situation but you don't I take back that thing about you being sick yeah you're not this, I don't I don't think that the feudal system in this timeline is very sick bro <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I, don't I don't think I don't know why Gwen's dad talks like a skater but, uh. <laughs> I mean it's just it's where he grew up man he grew up it's on this on, st- on the streets of Camelot yeah. bruh uh bruh. Arthur Arthur immediately seems suspicious of this. Uh, they, he brings some guards. They raid uh, Gwen's house. They find the hex bag. They immediately arrest Gwen for sorcery. Uh, they Morgana is there. She's insisting Gwen is innocent. Doesn't matter because uh, they're they're just going to drag Gwen away and kill her. This all happens so fast, so fucking um, quickly. And, and Merlin and Gaius are left there to just kind of watch as she's dragged away. Guys pulls Merlin aside and immediately knows that this is his fault. He's oh, like oh, not yeah. even a question There's in his no. mind. He's known this guy for three episodes and he knows that it's his fault. It's just, I mean, like immediately has no, no, no question in his mind at all. Uh, they, Gwen is tossed in front of Uther. Uh, Morgana starts coming to her defense. Um, she, in a, and again, like I, I can't help but just like. I don't actually care about the class issues of Merlin. I'm not going to write like a fucking medium article about it, but it's very <laughs> funny to me, like the way that you could look at all this because Morgana is like, if she was an enchantress, why would she like, look at her hands, look at her fingernails. Busted ass. Nasty yeah, look, hands. look at her knees. She's on her floor. She's on the floor cleaning like, my from, room from all down the, the hall. Time. Gwen's like, okay, I, that's, was that really called for? <laughs> that's not nice. <laughs> Morgana, I, I do, take care of my hands. I okay? do your nails, Morgana. Okay. Like leave it alone. I'm good at it. I mean, I'm just busy. Okay. Okay. Would she really? Would she really be a disgusting street rat if she <laughs> knew magic? No, I don't think so. Even Uther's like, okay, Morgana, that was uncalled for. Called for, Jesus. Me- <laughs> Untrue and uncalled for. Release her. Release her. Get back in your curtains. I don't. I don't like you in this room. Yeah. <laughs> um, Arthur says like hey like maybe she used magic maybe the poultice was hers maybe maybe she used the hex bag but she didn't cause the plague like she was doing it to save her father like that's not the same thing she doesn't have evil in her heart uh but of course uther doesn't listen uh and insists that they have to kill her in order to and arthur calls him up for this he's like you hear the word magic and you no longer listen that's it Mm -hmm. like magic comes up and you're not that's there's no more information being gathered by that big old brain of yours but Uther is is not having it, dude. He says, you know, she played with fire and sadly must die by fire. Yeah, because Arthur is like, when you know, when I'm king, I would want people to live in a just kingdom. Yes, where mm-hmm. where injustice is treated the same way that we treat magic, you know. Um, and uh, that's when Uther's like, yeah, okay. I, I agree. Uh, justice for justice. So um, this this makes sense. Fire for fire. Yeah. And that's what Ga- Gaius pipes up. He's like, you know, technically I'm a slave. Does anybody, do, you, do we want to talk about that, Justice? <laughs> like, technically that I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm a actual, like, slave. Does anybody, no? Okay. So no? maybe All season right. three? We can, okay, cool. Also, you season said, three. You we'll said get into season her, three. You know, she played with fire, so you're going to kill her with fire. Um, well, actually, she used a magic poultice, so you have to kill her by magic poultice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Merlin, for pointing that out. <laughs> yeah, Merlin chimes in. Um, uh, actually, uh, actually, uh, Uther, and he's like, I thought I told you to never be in my presence again. Why do you keep showing up? <laughs> Why do you keep interrupting? How me? can you afford a scarf? <laughs> That's not allowed. <laughs> uh, um, Merlin talks to you know Merlin and uh, Gaius goes back to lab. Of course, Merlin is, is crazy guilty about this, realizing that he made a mistake. Uh, Gaius. Uh, just makes the world's most magnanimous, magnanimous, like I told you so, you've ever heard. Uh, and then Merlin is like, yeah, I, I know, I'm, I'm wrong. I'm going to go see Gwen. Um, he goes down to the dungeons. He crosses Morgana, who's just leaving, crying. Uh, and this scene is, is very heartbreaking. And really, like, it was really at this point, like, I liked Gwen, um, Angel Colby, who's the actress. And 
I think this was the first time I was like, oh, okay, this is why you yeah. guys hired her. Like she can she can fucking act because she she says like, hey, thank you for coming to visit me, but it's not you know it's it's not worth it. Like you shouldn't shed it's tears over the situation. How how resigned she is makes it so much more sad. Exactly. Um, because she is as if you know she as if she knows her place in society, and and knows that something like this isn't even to be um, surprised about. Like, okay, of course this is going to happen to me because I'm a commoner and I have no say in anything. Um, but Merlin, I, I wanted to say he gives her a little flicker of hope, but I don't really know if he does here because um, he insists that he's going to do something to help her, um, and all she does is ask that he remembers her that's all she wants that's her only wish is just please remember me yes um we switch over to uther who is uh in front of his council gaius included talking about like what do we do if we kill this woman and like the plague is still there like what are, what are our other alternatives like we we've stopped using the water supply but like our reserves aren't like we don't have a lot of that uh merlin burst in and confesses i'm the sorcerer uh, Uther does not hesitate. Doesn't even wait till like the word sorcerer is finished in Merlin's mouth. He's like, "Arrest him! Get him! <laughs> Another magic guy!" Yeah, yeah, um, and then th- <laughs> this is absolutely Dude, hilarious. The way that Arthur said Merlin, like he's just like <laughs> this. What he just cannot believe. He's like, "I'm sorry, this dude is." way too stupid to be a sorcerer listen padre if you knew this guy you wouldn't even not even for a second would you entertain it yeah this dude is a fucking idiot like he has no hope of ever being a magic user um and then when that doesn't seem to be working he comes up with a different excuse that he was in love with gwen he's dude arthur says he uh merlin suffers from a great mental disease (laughs) And then he, when Christ. when Merlin is protesting, he says, "Yes, he's in love with Gwen." Um, and when he's, you know, Merlin's protesting this, he doesn't want to admit it. Um, and even everybody, everybody just starts laughing. <laughs> doesn't matter how dire the situation is. It doesn't matter that uh, Merlin just said the one thing you never say in front of Uther. Even Uther thinks it's kind of funny. Yeah. He's, he's, and I think like the implication here is like, you have got no chance. Like I know I'm about to put <laughs> set that woman on fire, but have you looked in a mirror? Do we let you guys have mirrors? I don't know. I'm the yeah. king. I have plenty of mirrors. I know exactly he's like, what I look like. Are you sure she didn't just cast a spell on you? You <laughs> dumbass. Um, but yeah, he, you know, Uther dismisses him. He says, don't waste my time again. Let him go. Um, and even as he says it, he's like kind of smirking. He's like, thank you. I, I needed that laugh. It's fucking hilarious. He's a wonder, but the wonder is he's such an idiot. It's such a great line from Arthur yeah. here. Yeah. Um, Merlin is released and excused. Gaius follows him. They go back to the lab. Uh, Merlin kind of insults Arthur for a little while. And then Gaius is like, hey, like, we've got to go figure this stuff out. Like, let's go get some water. Hey, if Arthur didn't think you were so fucking stupid, you'd be dead right now. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they go to what I guess is like a reservoir, maybe? Like, I kept calling it the sewers. Then I was like, what are these, like catacombs? Like, I guess yeah. it's just... The crypts underneath the, the crypts the underneath, the, underneath the that's city. also the the water supply in the crypts. Um, yeah, but they. Uh, I mean, it's a <laughs> what is it? A wet catacomb factory? Is that what we can? It's a wet cave factory. Does that work? Is that good? Something like that. We got the caves under the castle here, uh-huh. um, and that's what they go to explore. Where the water source? I don't know why nobody's looked down here yet. Um, Seems logical. I know to me. we don't have we don't have proof that they haven't looked down there but it feels like they haven't. Uh, they're going down there to get a sample. When Merlin takes the sample, like the monster like almost grabs him, but doesn't. Uh, and then they walk he goes off. He for like a deep dip. Yeah. Like full hand up to the wrist in that water. Like, bro, people are dying from that. Can Don't touch like, the water, dude. I mean, that's kind of yeah. wizardry you 101. You a little bottle in. Um, and I, I love the fake out here where you're like, think he's going to get grabbed and then he, it's just fine. And then they turn around and then the monster jumps out of the water. The Geodude jumps out of the water. Uh, and neither one of them are like, like they both look at it and they're like, ah, and then they just turn around and run away. Like, Dude, and then hard cut to the lab, hard, <laughs> like zoom spin move around the two of them in the lab. Who is as doing, looking at some who is doing this tone. camera, man? This, the camera on the zoom and the zoom stuff is hilarious. I love it so much. It's out of control. Um, and then we spin and we see the book and guys reveals that that thing is an, Afonk. Avonk? 
A-F-A-N-C, Afunk. Um, he's a clay monster conjured by sorcery, a.k.a. a geodude. It's a geodude. Uh, and now all they have to do is just figure out how to kill it. Um, Merlin goes to check on Gwen, who at first looks like he, she's sleeping in her cell. Uh, but as he starts talking, the camera goes to the other side, and you can see she's just lying on the floor crying her eyes out. Um, she's just weeping. That's a bummer. That's um, a bummer. So Merlin goes to visit our good old friend, the dragon. Uh, the dragon is well aware of what's going on. He knows immediately what he has to do. Uh, so he just fucks with Merlin just a little bit, yeah. just to just to wind that dude up, just to just, he's like, yank how do, his how chain. How do I beat a dude? And he says, "Trust the elements that are at your command. You cannot do this alone. You are but one side of a coin. Arthur is the other." That's like the worst news for Merlin. Dude, if I've read um, that in, in the Pokemon strategy guide, I would be so upset. I'd be like, how do I capture him though? Like that's not yeah. that's not but who's what? Arthur. I thought that I don't what? <laughs> I don't get any of this. A coin? I have to are you do you want money from me? I, I thought that, I'm seven years old and you're expecting me to figure all this out. <laughs> I could barely afford the Pokemon game. Now you want me to put more money into the I don't I don't get it. Um Marlin is frustrated and it's just like, okay, I'm going to go back to my lab uh, and look for a book of elements. Um, and when Gaius arrives and is like, hey, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm looking for a book of elements. Gaius is like, that's like all books. <laughs> that's like most books. It's like most books, my man. Like, Especially in my lab. Yeah. And that section of the lab. Look around, is... look around you, Marlin. Look, look around you. Not, not a drop of fiction. <laughs> Actually, that, that back toes. quarter is all of my vampire romance novels. Not a lot of element yeah, but, stuff but back there. But you know not to look back And there. you better not fucking dare touch them. <laughs> you can do whatever you want to these science books. Don't you fucking touch my vampire romance novels. No, I know, I know, guys. I know. Yeah, you've told um, me. You've told me. Meanwhile, we cut over to Uther, who's just like, you know what we should do? We should just kill the witch, like, tonight. I think that we've waited long enough. Things are getting worse with the whole, you know, curse, water, disease thing. Um, so let's just go ahead and move up that execution. He does look like kind of upset about it though. Like he looks like like he's he's genuinely like reticent to do this, I think. Like maybe he does have a like a tiny drop of humanity somewhere in there. Well, I mean, she worked at the castle. Like he's gonna have to find a replacement. Oh yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> that's so annoying. So it took it took finding it took like a lot to find someone that would get along with Morgana and not talk about the curtain thing. So now he's True. got he's gotta find True. a whole new person. Had, he hasn't had to have a single report on on curtains in months because um, Gwen's a good friend and she just lets the curtain thing happen. Yeah, she doesn't care. She's just like, yeah, sure, that's who you are. Like, you get it, girl. I don't care. Um, yeah. And that that is forged an unbreakable bond because Morgana then comes to the lab. Yes. Um, and Merlin just like tells her the plan. He's like, listen, this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. We're gonna go. We gotta go fight a monster in the sewers or the caves beneath the castle and um, we're gonna need Arthur's help because she's like why can't we do it on our own he's like it's a geodude it's a geodude she's like, oh yeah have you okay. not do you not know what yeah. a geodude is you we need you need at least three people to take down a geodude he's like exactly let's let's go get arthur they also figured out at some point i think just arthur and gaius figured out like oh if if it was made from like two elements we need the other two elements so that's why they're, they're they need fire and wind since it was made of earth and water gotcha is that real did you, is that is that part of the lore? Did you just make that up? They say it in the episode. I didn't. Okay, I was just double checking because I was like, that sounds pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm down with that lore, but I didn't write that down in my notes. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. yeah. That's, that was the whole thing. Like, they, that, was the, that was the whole, like, trust the elements you have at your disposal. And that's why. Sure, 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 sure. At, he at, did. At he, the end. I got, I got a little the, caught up in the uh, riddle, okay, I'll be honest. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. I, did, I didn't quite untangle it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, perfect. Blue bastards. Um, Morgana agrees to help them immediately goes to Arthur and is like hey uh, you want to be my flirt piece or do you want me to make fun of you and Arthur's like just tell me what you want I don't I'll just yeah. follow you I guess like you're pretty <laughs> like I'll just do whatever you need me to do I'm yeah, a prince whatever. let's do what do I gotta do yeah um, and they uh they they leave like they they walk out of the castle they walk around all of the dead bodies in the courtyard meet up with uh <laughs> Merlin and they go immediately to the caves uh this could be a lot worse than it is something about this the lighting the way that the torch lighting works and the overall lighting works in these caves is really really good like in kind of dark and scary like I I don't know why I keep expecting this show to be worse like in my head I'm like oh this show sucks or something but it's not I don't I like the show I just it keeps surprising me with how good it is and even the monster like it doesn't look that bad it like 
we don't, you know, we just covered all of Supernatural where you, what, maybe once in the entire 15 season run, like, see a monster that doesn't look like a person. Um, and this is episode three, and they got, like, a straight up, like, like a, an afonk. Yeah. <laughs> this is troll creature, like, made of clay. Like, this thing is all in. It, this thing is all in. It does look like they made little heels for the avonk for Geodude, because at one point they show the feet, and I was like, you just look like you're wearing, like, high heels. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Is the ma- the magic of um, of makeup? I guess. I guess so. Um, there's a during this section. There's a lot of like monster stalking. So the monster is like stalking up behind them, and it will jump out and then disappear, and then jump out from the other side and uh, disappear again, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, eventually, we get to the point where uh, it reveals itself entirely. Uh, Arthur tries to attack it. It's kind of knocked to the side. It looks like the thing is going for Morgana, but then it just kind of like presses her against the wall or something. Um, and then... Tries to steal a kid. Tries to, hey, hey, uh, did you know that... And it, she, hears her, it hears her singing again. Do you know She's singing uh, more Evanescence, and it's like, what? Did you know that Geodude's weakness are kisses? I don't just know little, that. Just, little. just little kisses on the cheek. Um, yeah, okay, so they, they eventually, they start fighting this thing. Um... Arthur is fighting it, and then is this what Merlin? Oh yeah, Merlin tells Arthur like, "Hey, use the torch," um, and then just like leans back a little bit, and he's like, "I'm gonna do a quick spell, Morgana. Shh, I'm gonna do a quick spell," uh, and he does just a cute, cheeky little spell, adds the wind to that fire, uh, and they're able to take this beast down. Yes, between the wind and the fire, the Geodude collapses. Um, the witch sees all of this from her scrying fount. Uh, and knows that Merlin was the one that used the uh, the magic. Uh, we cut over to Gaius, who's reporting all of this to Uther, and tells him that he found the uh, Geodude's egg, and it has the sign of Nimue uh, on it. And then Uther looks absolutely stricken and says, like, when will I ever be done with her, or something like that, and then demands everybody leave the room. Yeah. Obviously, we have this a little bit of history um... here. Yeah, we don't know anything about her really, but something something's up. Um, then we just get to see a bunch of happy stuff. Gwen is set free. Uh, she's reunited with her father, um, and everybody's happy. Everybody, you know, hugs and and smiles all around. And then Morgana comes in, and she, you know, she calls Merlin a hero. Um, and then she also says, "Hey, your secret is safe with me." And he's like, well, uh, well, well, what? What are, you, what are you talking about? And she's like, don't worry. You know, uh, you didn't want anybody to know, but uh, don't, I, I understand. I see it. Uh, and it, it, your secret is safe with me. And there's this moment where Merlin is so relieved. He's like, oh, I can finally like confide in somebody else about my magic. Like, everything is okay. And then she's like, you know. Gwen's a very lucky lady to have your affections. And then he's like, wait, what the fuck? What? <laughs> what? That's not what I was talking um, about. Uh. Yeah. He was like inches, seconds from revealing his uh, his truth there. Which, honestly, like, given the course of the rest of season one, uh, would have probably been pretty good. <laughs> it would have been a good time to do so. It would have helped out. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Um, we, we, we cut back to our witch who was super mad about everything. Um, and then we go into our preview for the next episode where she will return and somehow poison Merlin. Uh, and we also see Arthur doing, like, some kickflips. Yes, excellent. Yeah, she, uh, Merlin's now at the top of uh, Nimue's shit list. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be trial. The, the episode ends, well, before we see her that doing or her um, cursing of Merlin's name, uh, Gaius says something to Merlin about, like, one day you'll look back and realize how much of an idiot you are. Um, and they just have a good old-fashioned laugh. That's true. That is true. I left out the big old idiot section. One Everyone day- loves having just a big fat laugh at Merlin's... Uh, st- uh, Jesus, I- idiocy. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just I, my own idiocy. Um, the uh, the line is yeah. such a backhanded compliment too. One day, Merlin, no one will believe what an idiot you were. <laughs> like you're gonna be so smart one day that nobody will believe how I have to put up like the fucking idiot in front of me that I have to put up. But with. nobody thinks this is funnier than Merlin. He's always laughing along. With this dude, exactly, exactly. Like he looks at guys and it's like that dude gets me. He absolutely just, gets like, me. You're 100. He seems right. like the type of guy who like got along well in school. Like, is anybody trying? to bully him he was like laughed along and everybody was like we yeah this guy. <laughs> he's having a great time just like, he's unbullyable <laughs> <laughs> um all right yeah so that's the episode 
thank you everybody for listening. We very much appreciate it. Uh, remember to follow us on Twitter at His Kingdom Keeps. Uh, please leave reviews on Apple Podcast or Google or Amazon or Spotify or wherever you can. Uh, we we desperately need those five five stars. Uh, new podcast can live or die based on those sweet sweet stars. So please do that for us. If you want to support us directly, you can go to patreon.com slash monster of the week. You can get some exclusive content there, including uh, podcast. You can join our discord server and hang out with some other really, really cool peeps. And it's just a fun place to be. Uh, yeah. That's it for us. We will be back next That's week it. with, uh, yeah. Merlin is poisoned. Merlin is poisoned. Bye. Hello, Chris Mosier. It's been three months, and I still get really confused when looking for our Discord. <laughs> Do you really? Like our channel, like is, our little recording channel, or yeah, no, 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 just the the icon for the Discord is different now, and I always and it throws you off every time. I need to change it again. I guess I'll wait until this is announced. I to mean, change it's Christmas it. themed. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, but I mean, at this point, like, what am I going to change it to? It'll be um it'll be pretty dope to change it to that um logo though. People are gonna oh I could oh, probably yeah. well I feel like having Excalibur would be too much of a giveaway. True, that might definitely that might definitely reveal. give everything away. Yeah. Uh, we will have to. What's up? Not much, dude. It's the uh, it's the eve of Elden Ring. It is the eve of Elden Ring. The anticipation is hot. I've had so much stress with work in the last like hour. Just as I logged out, I see like an important email come in, and it has taken all of my willpower to not turn around and log back in <laughs> and deal with that. But... Autumn is traveling, and they sprang a um, conference call on her, and um, she joined it. And she was like, "Hey guys, just to let you know, I'm traveling. I'm driving right now, but you know, I'll be here. I'll try to answer questions, but like I don't have any access to my laptop because I'm driving." Um, and yeah. Like, and then they just continually throughout the entire call were like, "Well, do you have the order number? Do you have the previous year sales stats? Do you know what their buy-in was in 2016?" Like, just a bunch of questions that she's like, "I, guys, I, I don't have access to my laptop with all of People this information on it. Hell. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Lord, work. Um, I'm tired of it. I don't want to do it anymore." Yeah, I have, um, there's apparently some sort of like, uh, I don't even know how I can talk about this on the podcast without sounding stupid, but um, there's a company that uh, is working very hard to uh, almost like privatize government in a way down here. And and that's going to mean that it's going to make my job extremely more difficult because like... I go to somebody and I'm like, hey, here's a solution. Give me money. And they're like, wow, this is a great solution. Here's some money. And then over the next few years, I'm like, hey, you gave me all that money. If you need some help, just call me. And they're like, excellent. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're so helpful. Um, and this, these people are coming in and going like, hey, you don't have to give us any money. Here's a solution. Why don't you give us money for like the next 10 years? <laughs> and they're uh, like, yeah, that sounds great. Even though it's a lot yeah. more money. <laughs> Interesting. So, Interesting. Yeah, I um. So I don't know. That's that was that's been the last two days of my or three days of my work job. So work is it? I've had enough. Um, it's just it's it's gamer time. It's it's, it's, it's gamer time. It's gamer time. I shouldn't have to work for a full eight hours tomorrow. No. When it's gamer time, when Elden Ring has has released onto the public, Chris, uh, and I'm not I'm not gonna have my sticky mitts all over it. Are you are you saying? Are you saying Elven Ring? It sounds like you're Elden saying Elden Ring. It sounds like you're saying Elven Ring. Elven, yeah, you getting the new Elven Ring? Are you getting the new Elven Ring? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Galadriel's got one of them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think Elrond's got one of them. I'm pretty sure Gandalf's got one of them. Uh-huh. Um, there's three Elven Rings. I'm excited to get my my sticky mitts on one. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm excited about Elden Ring. Uh, it's hard to keep my head down. Um, I've muted, um, like I, I opened up Twitter today and I was like, wow, not a lot of people tweeting today. <laughs> no, you know, you know, what's I have just muted cool that I discovered is, um, I no longer have the act, have access to my muted words. Um, 
I have tried what? every single <laughs> corner of the uh, Twitter app and the uh, desktop app. I just there's there's no section for muted words anymore. Um, I followed the tutorial that Twitter itself created, uh-huh. and it just I get to the option where you go to your muted words, and it's not there anymore for me. So people will tweet uh, supernatural related words to me, uh-huh. uh, and they'll tag both Monster of the Week and me in it. And I can't see it from my account because I have muted a word that they used or something when I was trying to avoid spoilers. Uh, and now I can't undo it. So that's perfect. I love that for me. Can't Sorry be- to anybody who ever reached out and got no response from me. That's probably why. I can't, uh, can't believe you muted the word Dean. Um, I don't know if I muted the word Dean. I definitely muted all the actor names. Um because they would repeatedly show up in my like recommended stuff, and then yeah. there's always a spoiler in there or something. So I uh, couldn't get away from it. Still can't get away from it. Muting did nothing except for keep me from being able to respond to people who directly try to communicate with me. <laughs> <laughs> I found out um, recently that we had um, a couple of people uh, write in via the contact form of our website for the last episode of Monster of the Week. And um, not be able, they, they just the email, they just disappeared. They didn't, this didn't come through, and I feel real bad about that. So. Did you check the junk folder? I, I, Chris, if you go look at the Monster of the Week email right now, and you go to the spam account, your spam folder, you're mm-hmm. gonna be like, "Wow, it's clean in here." Is There's, it immaculate in it's, there? It's fucking immaculate in there, dog. I I, I check the spam folders. I, I, I take I take that back. There is one piece of spam in our spam folder right now. Is it good spam? It's just what it's a company that we actually use that just sends a bunch of garbage updates a lot. So, um, I um my spam folder is it's not even like the good stuff. It's mm-hmm. not even like uh, hot milfs in your area. It's like, do you need new gutters? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, kind of. Probably, but like, <laughs> yeah. But I don't own this house, so I'm not gonna worry about it. Mine is. I get a I get a lot of stuff nightmare. that's fake Home Depot. Um gift card mm-hmm. like giveaways mm-hmm. and i'm like if you're trying to like bait me home depot ain't the it way, ain't to do the way. <laughs> yeah i i get that um who do i got in here i've got um oh this is not spam um whoops <laughs> that's an important oh. email i'm glad i looked at this this saved me some time um let's see uh ride share assault don't know what that is big dollar casino public records someone may have run a background check on you Cool, cool. Um, something from uh, Jessica, uh, spelled with a space between each letter and a kissy emoji after the word Jessica. Open so, it up. She seems cool. Says, uh, why did you not answer me? <laughs> I love those ones that make you feel like you like you screwed somebody over. <laughs> those, um, are, those are the good kind. It's a, it's, a, it's a phone emoji. It's like a phone handle emoji. It's the red phone emoji. It's why did you not answer me in italics? It's yep. the 18 with the cross in it, <laughs> and then it's the phone emoji, then it's the kiss, and it says, tonight I'm going to take things slow, and there's a banana okay. emoji and the tongue emoji, oh. uh, and I'm not reading the rest. It just got really, it got really horny after that. Never mind. It, did, yeah, it was starting, it was, it was straying, it was straying towards that. Yeah, I, I, it, I haven't gotten, I mean, I don't really use Instagram anymore, but when I did, I, every once in a while, you'd get um, like a spam account sending you a message, and then I turned off all messages, so it never happened again. Um, people be like, Hey, I, Hey, what's, uh, I, I tried to reach out to you. Um, what's going on? Like, you know, it's mm-hmm, the, the, mm-hmm. the catfish type type situation, but they act like you're supposed to already be in, in the know. And every time I'd be like, I'm sorry, did you use the word Jensen? Because I did have that muted. I did. Um, <laughs> that might be, why, <laughs> might be why you didn't. <laughs> um, and then I've they no a, longer want to catfish me. I've got a bunch of, um, like lawsuit compensation things, which is really weird. Oh, cool. That's dope. Yeah. Your $25,000 settlement check arrived. Finger pointing emoji. Last day to confirm. <laughs> check emoji. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know it's That's legit. That's how you know it's legit. <laughs> the use of emojis. Sir, I have a lo- I have a lawyer and he would charge me like $45 to use an, an emoji. I guarantee that. Yeah. No, there's oh, no may- question. Maybe, maybe he charges by the word mm-hmm. and emojis only count as a, as a letter. So you kind of get away with some some extra some um, I don't know even know what we're talking about anymore. This uh this emoji is from uh Mary though. M A R Y space T H O. It's just Mary though. <laughs> hey, what's up Mary though? What's up Mary though? 
Uh, yeah, that was, yeah, my spam folder is ridiculous. It's a lot less horny than it used to be. I haven't looked in here in a while. It's, it used to be, yeah. like, a lot of sex stuff. Like, it's just a whole well, that's, you know, lot it's of just, sex stuff. It's just part of maturing, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to clean my gutters. And, um, yeah. I guess maybe it's a, maybe that's a euphemism that I'm not familiar with. Oh, you've never had your gutters cleaned, man? Never had my gutters cleaned, man. Should wow. I? Wow. Dude, you gotta, you gotta... Look, I'm never not, had a lady come over and clean your gutters for I'm you. I'm just telling you, you need, you need to turn Safe Search off and and see what it takes for a man to get his gutters cleaned, and then you and Jess can make a decision on yourself, like with your okay, and see if that's okay. something that's good for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you always gotta um have an expert's opinion first mm-hmm. on these things. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm gonna respond to these emails and figure out what's going on. <laughs> in in a in a rare move. I feel like episode three of our Merlin podcast. Let's have short outtakes. Yeah, you want to just do let's short. Roll. You want to just get into because because then I'm thinking because last time I think we went on for a while and I kept thinking like if somebody is listening to this for the first time, not only was my audio messed up for part of it, uh-huh. but then they're like, "What are these fucking idiots talking yeah, about?" Yeah, why are you? Why are you still talking? About this? Okay. Um, so let's let's uh, you know light and tight. Let's do it. Light and tight. Just a, just a little bit of sex chat, and then we're right into the episode. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I see how you go. Not a lot of foreplay with you anymore. Okay. That's Not fine. A, no. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Uh. No foreplay. I'm too old for it, man. <laughs> just just a little bit <laughs> of the. You're never too old for foreplay. Just Ooh, a little bit kidding. of the old in and out, man. I'm feeling. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> feeling. We're just All righty. We got into the outtakes and then out of the outtakes is what I meant. I don't know yep. what you were talking about. Yep. Yep. I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. Shit, hold on. It's <laughs> cool. I spilled water all over myself. Okay, okay, let's. So I was a little flustered. Still, his kingdom keeps a creepy but necessary. Okay, I got it. All right.